Good evening, Mr. Ham. How are you doing? Dude, I am doing great. Good afternoon, Mr. Mr. Claywell. It has been a couple of weeks, man. It has. I'm glad you're feeling better. I am. I am. I've I'm been a little you... under the weather. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, and I, I, that's why I want to start, start everything off. I'm sorry that I've not been around because I have been feeling rough and I, I'm glad to be back. So yeah. glad to be back. Yeah. Glad, glad to have you back, man. And, can't, and can't, literally can't do it without you. So. Well, you know, and, and I, I figure, you know, tonight would be a good night because we are on the eve of a, of a very important holiday that's, you know, it's coming up tomorrow. Rex so, Manning Day? I, it, no, dude. Mother's Day. Oh. You've got one right. of those, right? Maybe. Yeah. I is think she, you've got a mother, right? Does she claim me at this point? I, well, yes. Okay. Then, yes. yeah, I do. Yeah, she does. So, yes. Um, yeah, tomorrow is Mother's Day. So, um, yes, um, we're kind of like, I, I'm, I'm doing the big family dinner thing for, for my wife, being now a mother, and my mom, of course. And um, so, we're going to do that tomorrow. And I think you're going to go out with yours, right, or somewhere. I think they're, they're still deciding at this point. And it's like, what? Yeah. Almost ten o'clock at night. Yeah, we're we're making the plan. Uh, we're we're gonna go do something tomorrow. We're getting together. We're gonna go on a little wooden wooden ride. Oh, nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, I actually thought about bringing mine over tonight, but I thought, nah, I think I'm just gonna leave it in the garage because I, I, I just something about like riding around in Somerset at after dark on my motorcycle. I don't know if it's because I've been like shell shocked by the idiots that come around to, like during cruise weekend and stuff like that. And I know this right. isn't cruise weekend, but it's like ro- uh, rules of the road just go out the window when the cruise happens. And yeah. some people just think that it's cruise every weekend. So I'm kind of leery of being in town on my bike. I don't want to be like, you know, someone's like hood ornament or something. It would be bad. Yeah, and then I go around on a bicycle all the time around here. So I actually thought I saw you this morning, and I know it wasn't you. I know you rode earlier today, but um, there was someone that was riding a bicycle like um, toward my house. I was coming back home, and I, w- I was behind them, and I thought, oh, that's Claywell. That's him. Uh, and I started to beep the horn, and I thought, no, if it is him, he does not want to, somebody beeping the horn while he's on his bike. That would be very, very uncool. And eventually no, fine. I got to a point where I could go around them like safely, get way out of right. way. Um, so went around them. And as I looked, I was like, no, that, I don't think that's Claywell. I mean, even at that point, I still wasn't quite sure because he had a goatee. He was wearing kind of the same stuff that you wear. Yeah. But um, when I got home, he finally passed the, in front of the house. I actually hung out on the front porch because I was going to wave. <laughs> right. and, uh, and when he went by, he didn't even look my way. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely not Claywell. <laughs> no, no, it was not me. I rode today, but I rode out on Barnesburg Road. Oh, okay. Not, not now I'm by your house. Yep. Um, but no, uh, honking is fine. Just as long as it's not like, and it's hard to discern maybe, but as long as it's not like an angry honk. Oh, no, no. You, like you, if it's you want like the a, happy honk. Yeah, if it's like a doot doot. Yeah, you know, like yeah, hey. that's the high honk. Yeah, not yeah the, that's fine. Eh, eh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not the good one. Yeah, no, and and <laughs> as you as you so correctly stated there, three feet, please. Yeah, when you go around a bicyclist. Yeah, give us try to give us about three feet of clearance. So. Oh, I I try to give like an entire lane for the most well, part. <laughs> we it's it's appreciated, but they have actually passed a law in Somerset now that requires three feet. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah, I wait. Um, where I where I got in behind this guy was at a kind of a rough place anyway. It was kind of there's a curve there. It's kind of an uphill grade and you couldn't really see what would be coming. So I was like, nah, I'm just gonna wait till we get to the top of this hill. By the time he got to the top of the hill and I was there, there were seven or eight cars that were slowed down behind me and 
they were already trying to cross the line. So I would ease over to block them to make sure that they didn't shoot out around both of us. Because right. like you say, sometimes the rules of the road go out the window whenever, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I thought once I finally got up there and was able to see a good distance ahead to make sure no one was coming, I went on out around him and, and, and yeah, I, he didn't say anything or wave or anything like that. It, it was just, I don't know, yeah, trying to t- be courteous. Uh, and it's appreciated. Typically if I'm riding, uh, and a car drops behind me and is polite enough to not run over me, uh, and you know, if it's because we're coming up a hill or there's poor visibility around a curve or something. Yeah. As soon as I can see, I'll wave them around when yeah. I see that it's clear, even if the car behind, because yeah, I'm sitting up higher than they are typically anyway. Right. So as soon as I see, you know, hey, it's clear, I'll wave them around like, okay, you can go ahead. Yeah. And, 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 and us as drivers appreciate that because, yeah. you know, so like say, sometimes we don't want to necessarily, or I don't want to necessarily go around a, a, someone on a bicycle and possibly cause an accident in any direction. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. I mean, and where I ride, there's a couple of bad spots uh, on Barnesburg Road where you're coming up up a hill around a blind curve or something. Yeah. And you'd be amazed at how many people will just fly around us into oncoming traffic <sighs> to going around a blind curve or something. It's and, a thousand wonders someone hasn't been hurt or killed. It's crazy yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so it is. Um, but, you know, this conversation that we're having here, bicycles being outside, mm-hmm. kind of lends to what we're going to talk about a little bit tonight. Um, right it's summer. We missed spring. I don't know what happened. It was like 30 degrees one day and it was 87 the next. So no, was, we completely bypassed spring, it seems it like, other for, than the blooms, because those are killing us right now. Allergies yeah, are, yeah. oh. Yeah, everything is, the trees are sperming yes, everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah the but, pollen counts are like through the roof. Yeah, but spring was like four Thursdays ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. I must have, I'm, I don't know. I may, I may have not been you, paying you attention that day. teaching that day. I may have been, yeah. We had it, what, for like two or three hours one day? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, okay. So, yeah, since it is nice out, though, um, I was wanting to kind of talk a little bit tonight about um, some of the things that we have around here. Because Kentucky is known for, you know, a few things, obviously. Bourbon, that's our big thing. Racehorses, that's another big thing. Yeah, thoroughbreds. We also are known for having some of the most beautiful places as far as natural, like, um, features and phenomena that happens here. And a lot of that stuff doesn't get the publicity that I feel that it should. Um, because I'm not necessarily, I mean, I've always enjoyed being out in nature, but I don't get to be out as much as I would like to right now. But some of the places that I have been or that I would like to go, I'd like to kind of just, you know, throw it out there and, 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 kind of talk a little bit about it places that people can go that's not going to cost them an arm and a leg you know right so um so yeah the first one that i was wanting to to kind of touch base on was um the hiking trails i mean we have one of the greatest hiking trails in the nation um part of it yeah part of it sheltoe trace right um it is absolutely stunning okay now see i don't know that much about hiking so let me ask you okay uh sheltoe trace i'm Mm -hmm. i know that's a thing. Is is that part of the Appalachian Trail, or is that a whole separate? They overlap in some spots, but Sheltoe okay. Trace is its own thing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, the Sheltoe um, is. I've, I'm not mistaken. It's it's one of the Boone Trails. Um, oh, okay, okay. Goes uh, mostly through Daniel Boone National Forest, and then overlaps over into the Appalachians. Hits some of the Appalachian Trail a little bit. 
but for the most part, it just kind of meanders back and forth between the eastern counties of the of Kentucky. And like I said, it is absolutely gorgeous. It covers um, Yam. Uh, see, there's a river that we always would go to that Sheltoy traces on is Yamacraw. It's in McCreary County, and um, it's part of the South Fork of the Cumberland. And it is absolutely beautiful down there. Um, you have a couple of large creeks that that uh, filter into it, that funnel into it, and great fishing, great camping spots, um, good whitewater rafting. If you go on further down to like the O and W and the gorge section and all that, um, but absolutely beautiful. And the trail itself, um, there was one summer that we had planned on hiking from Yamacraw to Pickett State Park. It was. Uh, we were going to try to hit 11 miles per day. It was going to take us three days, roughly 33, 34 miles from Yamacraw down to Pickett. Um, of course, we didn't. Um, at that the time that we were going to do that, uh, there there wasn't a whole lot of bears in this area, but we still were like, that's a lot of walking regardless in any day. And we thought if we get out someplace and we have no means of, of communication, that would be bad. But we did hike sections of that trail, like a few miles at a time. And, dude, they are absolutely some of the most beautiful trails that I've been on. And I've been, like, in the Smokies and, and you know, done some, done some of those trails. You guys, I think, have two years ago. Didn't you guys go to, like, the Chimney or something like that or um, <coughs> Klingman's Dome? I, I know I've been to that one. Um, um, yeah, I think we went down and hiked some around... Um, it was like Mount Leconte area. Uh, I have no idea, man. Yeah. Uh, Pigeon the, Forge, Gallenberg yeah. area. We did a couple of trails down there, but I don't remember yeah. the names of them or anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we've, we've gone down and I've done some of those whenever, especially like whenever we were living down there. Me and Jamie would go out and kind of hit some of those places. But, um, yeah, those, those trails are nice. And the thing is, is we have just as nice, um, you know, like, I guess, natural trails right here i mean w- within like 30 minutes of of where we are setting right now we could be on one of those really 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 nice trails um not to mention you go down to like say like the falls area cumberland falls area sheltoy trace runs right along it so um you get to see some of that as well so it's a really 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 nice place for people that go out and hike um okay. another spot that that i wanted to touch base on was is another one in mccrary county because McCrary County kind of gets a bad rap. It's one of the poorest, if not the poorest county in Kentucky. There's not a lot of opportunity down there. There's the, the, the whole place is just kind of like, I don't know. I, I want to say it's almost been like an economic vacuum in that area because industry just kind of has, has bypassed it. The people are nice. And I mean, that's where I grew up. Right. And um, you have like the, the big South Fork scenic railway that runs down, uh, Roaring Ponch Creek runs down into Barthel area, but way back before it went to Barthel Mining Camp, um, it used to go to Mine 18 Mining Camp. And man, that place, if you've not been, need, you need to go. We need to just take off one day and go down there. Um, the old trestle that, that they restored, um, they have the coal chutes. And um, I know you've seen it because Dave Wilson did a video down there one time. Um, with one of our buddies that oh, was the, the, like zombie, the, zombies? the zombie yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it was all shot down there. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, that place is absolutely awesome. And it's all kind of 
condensed into one big area. So you've got some trails that kind of go different spots, but it's easy enough to access and easy enough to walk that you can like literally drive up to it, park in the parking lot, and then just roam all over it all day. And it, it's a really, really cool place. So Nice. But yeah, um, some of the hiking trails and stuff that we have around here are really good. Now, there's a few that I would like to hit that I have not got to here. Um, one of them, I've never been to Short Creek. Yeah, I've never been, I've heard about it. I don't know. I guess it's just my innate cynicism. <laughs> I'm just... You're like, it's just a short creek. Exactly. It's literally <laughs> a short creek. It is, but I've seen a couple of pictures of it. Um, and it's really pretty. Like, really, really pretty down there. Yeah, but it's a piece of water that goes from, like, this chair to that couch. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, that helps. That helps you guys out there in an audio medium. We're, we're talking tremendously. Like it's what, fifteen like feet, 15, twenty feet, thirty feet. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, realistically, it, realistically, it's not very big. Um, one of the uh, the guys that actually did our, you know, came in and joined us on a podcast way back last year, um, Kevin from um, the, um, the what's the name of his podcast? He's not done an episode in oh, forever. Yeah, he hasn't done one in so yeah, long. Um, open casket, tales. open casket tales. Yeah, um, he actually placed a geocache out there at short Creek or he's getting ready to, he's got it approved. He just needs to go out there and, and, and get the, the, the geocache placed out there. So, um, I told him, I said, I've never been to short Creek, but that's definitely a reason for me to go out there. So I can, I can claim that, that geocache. And I'd like to be the first right. to find on that one. But I was like, you got to let me know as soon as you drop it out out there. Cause I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to be right on your trail and I'm going to get that one. So, Oh, Okay, I was way off. Okay. So apparently it's 150 feet. Oh, 150 feet? Yeah. It uh it it comes out of one cave, goes about 150 feet and goes into another cave. Well, that would be kind of cool though. I mean, the fact that it's it's popping out of one cave and into another. I wonder how big the caves are. Again, never been there, so now I'm curious. Yeah. So, well, I'll you're not supposed to go, to go down in there. Not in the I'm obviously you you're not supposed to go in the caves, but that could be bad. I mean, <laughs> I don't necessarily want to go walking into a dark place that water is everywhere. I mean, yeah. that would be really bad. And flows somewhere underground. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming from somewhere. What? Yeah. But I mean, it goes back underground yeah, and disappears and disappears. Yeah. They like, they have attempted uh, a few different things. I think they tried to dye the water oh, and couldn't yeah. find it. And I think one time they tried to submerge like rubber duckies. Oh, in it. And they never found where they came out. They never popped out. Well, I'm so sure there's they like, did somewhere. There's like a cache of, of, of rubber duckies somewhere, somewhere down Shore Creek. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure they came out somewhere, but but they never they were never Don't able to find Don't tell Penelope them. that, man. She'll be like, duck, 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 duck. Right? She loves little rubber ducks. Huh? <laughs> oh, my goodness. On, on one of my video games, uh, one of the little charms I've got on my gun it's a little devil duck. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he's got he's a little red duck with little <laughs> devil horns. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So speaking of caves and mm-hmm. dying water and all that kind of stuff, another big thing that we have here in Kentucky that that um, is mammoth. Now you yeah. you've been there, right? I've been to Mammoth Cave several times. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you recall which tours that you took? I, I've done the the Onyx and the um, the Onyx Cave, and um, I think it was Mammoth or the Diamond Caverns. Yeah, Diamond Caverns well, no, that's one a or that's Diamond a Caverns. Yeah, and then Grand Mammoth. I did, yeah, uh, Mammoth, but it's all like part of the same complex, isn't it? Uh, possibly, but you uh, Diamond Caverns has its own tour system. Like you can't go to Mammoth Cave and, and, and get see a the Diamond, Diamond Cavern. Okay, uh, 
it might be part of the same cave system. I'm not really sure. I'm not big on on being underground. No, I mean it, it doesn't bother me, but I just don't know. I'm not knowledgeable about it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've been to Mammoth Cave several times. Uh, I, whatever the generic medium tour is, I think that's, that's the one I've done like four times. Like, yeah, there's like I, I'd say that I'm thinking that one's Grand Mammoth. I think that's the one that they call. That's the kind of the one that most people gravitate toward. And right. then they have the one that's like Frozen Niagara that has the big. Uh, rock formation looks like a waterfall. Yeah. Um, but the one I did is the one where that you go through Tall Man's Misery and Fat Man's Misery. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. they they take you to show you pitch dark. Yes, complete darkness. Yeah. Um, that is that is kind of awesome too, isn't it? Whenever yeah. they shut everything off and like it's like your eyeballs are like grasping well, for like yeah dark and, or well, for anything. That's something that really uh, got in my head was. You think you know dark. Not until you're underground and but, there is the absence of light. Yeah, but I mean, we live in a society where everything is lit. Yes. Like even at night, there's lights everywhere. Yeah, I mean, like, even let's say, look, so good, good case in point there. When Ashley and I took off out to California, we mm-hmm. drove out, we were probably 30 or 40 miles into the desert. And there's all these like little side roads that you can just pull off and they go like for ever it seems like through the desert we just pulled off one of those just so we could say we were in the desert after dark right and dude the wind oh my god Mm -hmm. it was unbelievable it would like blow you down it was it was blowing so hard and it was cold oh man but anyway um what the reason i'm saying this is even out there where there was no man-made light whatsoever the sky, just the, mm-hmm. the light from the sky, the stars themselves, the moon, you could see everything, mm-hmm. everything around you. Yep. Yeah. Well, same thing when Omar and I were driving out to California last year, uh, I made him pull over. He didn't really want to, but I made him pull over off of an exit. There was a dead exit. Yeah. The, everything off the exit was shut down. Right. Uh, but we pulled over and kind of off on the side of the shoulder and I just made him stop the car and I just got out of the car and just looked up at the stars. For it's unreal what you can see, isn't minutes. it? Yeah. yeah. It is beautiful. Absolutely yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And you don't realize how much light pollution there is around you until, until you, do you something get a like situation that. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or you go underground in the cave and. Yeah. And then they, they yeah, the absence of light. I, I can remember um, the last time we went through the cave system there and they shut all the lights off. Like your eyes almost ache. Mm-hmm. trying to yeah. grasp at, at any. And you can any. see like, or I don't know, but I'm trying not trying to speak for everybody here, but I can see like phantom colors. Yeah. Yeah. Like blues and reds and yellows. Yeah. And it's almost like swirls. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Absolutely it's crazy. Wild. It's crazy how your body reacts to things to <clears throat> the absence of stimuli. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, but yeah, Mammoth Cave, of course, like I say, that isn't another one of those places that is absolutely gorgeous trails everywhere um if you are like um if you go down to like the green river area i think there's there's a ferry that goes across um you, yeah. yeah you you can get on that that's kind of a cool thing for those of you who have never been on a ferry before um, and it's free and it's free yeah it doesn't cost anything um but there's so much that we have here in kentucky that nature has just provided for us that doesn't cost you a lot to go see um, yeah, true. These, a lot of these, I guess the the places that we we go to as families or as um, as individuals 
going to amusement parks or vacation spots, all of this stuff that we go and see. We're talking go-kart tracks and miniature golf and shopping centers and uh, roller coaster parks. I mean, all these things that are fun. If we step back from all of that, though, for just a minute, nature provides a lot, a lot for us to see. Um, Oh, yeah. And I think one of the really good things about all of that is not just going there, but bringing something back. And when I say that, I'm talking, obviously, photography. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to get on you. I was like, no, I'm not, you're not take- supposed to take things from parks. No, 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 no. Mr. As a matter Hand. of fact, the only thing you're supposed to leave behind is footprints, right? Not even that, if you can help it. <laughs> but no, I, some of the places that, that we have around here that lend itself really, really, really well to some great photography. Um, you, I know you, you're really kind of dabbling in the photography thing quite a lot here recently. And <laughs> well, dude, some of the photography that you have, the, the, the shots that you've, you've captured are stunning. I've, I, I know. Well, you, thank you. They are, they really are. So, um, so what are some of the places around here that you've gone that, that you've really enjoyed or surprised you even that, that you were able to say, you know, this is something I would, I would go back to. Um, so for photography, um, a couple of the, a couple of the places I've been, where one of them I didn't even honestly expect, but it turned out to I I got some really good pictures down there, and I don't even know the name of the place. Um, <laughs> I have the world's worst sense of direction, so <laughs> it's down around by Burnside. There's a boat dock down there. Okay, it's not on Burnside Island. It's like in one Burn- like Waitsboro <clears throat> or some places like that. Well, it's in Burnside, but it's not Burnside Island. I right. don't know. Okay. But I went down there one night and set up uh, about sunset. And mm-hmm. where, where it's at, uh, there's a bunch of houseboats and stuff parked up oh, or yeah. docked or whatever they call that. And so in the, I got a nice little sunset photo of all these houseboats and the oh, sunset. Yeah and the oranges and stuff coming off the water. And so that was really nice. Uh, and it was a pretty easy to get to. It was just, you just drive down to the, down to the, the ramp and yeah. you're right there. Uh, a couple of the other places I've been, um, Cumberland Falls, of course. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's really touristy. There's a lot of people there. Uh, we went one night to try to get a picture of the moon bow. Yeah. How did you do? Uh, I mean, can you, I, could you see the moon bow in your shots? You could see a portion of it. Yeah. You couldn't really see like a defined arch. Right. You could just see kind of above the water. You could see the uh, prism effect, whatever that's called, where you can actually see the yeah the colors. Yeah. So you could see about four colors and wow. bars coming up or five or six feet out oh, of the water. Cool. Uh, but I, I didn't. It was just such a nightmare. (laughs) There were so many people down there (laughs) trying to see the moonbow that I just, I couldn't get a shot. People were knocking my tripod around. Uh, There was people like walking in front of the camera and stuff. So it was just kind of hard to try to get a picture of it. Uh, But I do like going down to Cumberland Falls. Right. uh, when there's less people there, uh, Eagle Falls is pretty nice. Um, I like water. Yeah, I, I mean, really, uh, yeah. 
Um, I think I think probably the best picture I've gotten, honestly, was at Red River Gorge of Creation Falls. I've not been to Red River Gorge, so um, it's it's really nice. And apparently, if you go there, you die. I don't know. That's just what people say. Do what? That's just what people <laughs> like. I told people I was going to the Red River Gorge, and they were all like, "Oh, well, it's been nice knowing you." And apparently the the running gag with that place is if you go to the gorge, you don't come back. Wow. Uh, but I mean, I have friends, the friends I went with, they go like all the time. Right? Yeah. yeah. And so like, I've never been to the gorge and I've seen like, like you say, some of the pictures and things like that from the gorge. Like if you do a Google search for Red River Gorge in right. Kentucky, some of the, the, the pictures that they have up are beautiful. Um, and I would love to go and just explore that area sometime, but I would love to get, take the bike up there because from what I've heard, the motorcycle riding around Red, Red River Gorge area is awesome. It looks like it would be nice. Um, we, we drove up in cars mm-hmm. and the roads are what you like riding on bikes. Absolutely. They're, it they're like twisty. Taking a piece of thread, wadded, wadded it up and threw it across the map and that's the road, huh? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> and there's a couple of them that are... I can't remember the name. Like it had a name, but it was basically like Fat Man's Misery. Oh yeah, Mammoth Cave. Except it was the road. Yeah, it, they just cut a raw cut through the mountain a long time ago. Oh and wow, that's the road, and it's about a car wide. And if you've wow. got a big car, you can see where people have not quite fit. Oh, and they've scraped. <laughs> Holy yeah, you can see, cow! Like, where rocks have broken off and scrapes <laughs> and stuff. <clears throat> oh wow yeah so but it's it's beautiful and yeah you uh, it is one of the uh if you look at this stuff up it's one of the most photogenic places in kentucky is Ray river gorge yeah i and like i say that the things that i've seen there there's there's a, a pretty famous bridge that's there as well uh and I, well, I want to say, do they not open it up like once or twice a year for like bungee jumping or something? Because it's got like really, really, really like a long distance down to the bottom. Um, I want to say that they do, but I've seen, it seems like I've seen photographs of people like up there getting ready to bungee jump off of the bridge at Red River Gorge. Um, but, and it's normally off limits and they, it seems like they, a couple of times a year, they actually go and they outfit the the bridge with all of the stuff that, that the supports and things that you would need for bungee jumping and you can bungee jump off of it. And, um, but yeah, <clears throat> Red River Gorge is one of those places that I've had cousins, um, that go up there like, you know, multiple times they, they camp there and spend like a week at a time when they go and they always talk about how awesome it is. But um, but yeah, that's one of those places that I don't know why I've never made it up there because I've I lived in Kentucky pretty much all my life. And, and it's one of those spots that I've always heard about, just never made it up to it. So I'd love to go sometime. So did, right. you, did you see anything about it? Yeah, I found uh, official bridge day in 2018 is October 20th. Okay. Uh, catch the base jumpers leaping 800 plus feet to the new river gorge below. Uh-huh. Repelling, skydiving, and more adventures abound. Heard that. So. Uh, so apparently you can sign up for base jumping, tandem base jumping, highline, and rappelling. Uh, it doesn't say anything about bungee jumping, though. Okay. So and I'm, they have I'm, a uh, chili cook-off that day. That's cool. That's cool. So yeah, 800 feet. That's a long way down, mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> yeah. Now, we never did that. Uh, 
because that's just a man-made bridge. Right. Yeah. Uh, we did go to the natural bridge in Red River Gorge. Oh, yeah? And that was really nice. You can walk out on it and stuff. And Didn't you also go, isn't there like a double arches type place? Or is that is that at Red River Gorge where you have like two natural arches that you can, that you can f- photograph like in the same frame almost? Probably. There's a lot of them over there. Yeah. Uh, but we, it's, Red River Gorge is pretty big. Yeah. A, a pretty, pretty big park. And we, they, I mean, <laughs> this was last year. Right. I was really bad out of shape. I hadn't done any physical activity for several years. And so they were taking pity on me. And only <laughs> we only went to just a few uh, select locations up there. And they were very nice about only going to easily accessed uh, places where we, you could pretty much just drive the car right up to the location, get out, go f- walk yeah. 20 feet, take your yeah. pictures, yeah, and come back. Uh, so we did go to one very large natural bridge. Uh, we did, there were more, yeah, there was like chimney rock and, uh, all these other places that people love to go take pictures, but they're a little more difficult to access. Yeah. So they, we didn't do those. That's cool. I mean, uh, just the fact that you were able to though, to go up there and like you say, depending on your skill level or whatever, there is something for everyone. That's kind of where, where I'm going with this whole thing. Yeah. Take small kids even because you don't have to go like, like you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet back into the woods, go in there, see it, and then come back out. Watch them very closely. Yeah. Make sure you oh. hold on to them. Tether them to you even. Yeah, because the some of the places don't have guardrails. Ooh. So, yes. Yeah. Children, I mean, it's easy to get to, but yeah, yeah you want to make sure you got a real close a good grip hold on, on them huh? because <laughs> some of those places don't have guardrails or the guardrail is just like one steel pipe well, you gotta think four of feet it, off the ground. You got to think if the place has the <clears throat> name Gorge in its name, it's yeah. going to be kind of, you know, vertical, yeah. not necessarily so much horizontal. And like I said, apparently people <laughs> that go there don't come back. So, yeah, that's, that's the thing that <laughs> mostly from I, I make the joke, but mostly from what I can gather about that is uh, it's it's people that go in by themselves they don't let anybody know where they're going. They don't let anybody know when to expect them back. And then they get out and get in trouble and they get lost and hurt. Right. And right. so it's, it's typically people that just get themselves in trouble more than anything else. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is really beautiful. Uh, another one that, that I went to last year uh, was, and I don't know if it's the redneck way to say it or just the way I've been told to say it, but Yahoo Falls. Yahoo or Yahoo Falls. It's Y A H O O. Yeah, it's pronounced Falls. just like the search engine, yep. or it's spelled just like Yahoo. the search engine. Yeah, but I have been told it's pronounced <laughs> Yahoo Falls. I've heard that. And like I say, I've lived in McCray County most of my life. That's where I grew up. And, and Yahoo Falls or Yahoo Falls is the, we were there a lot. I mean, that was one of our go-to hiking places. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to access. It is. Um, there's a couple of spots where you've got to climb a little bit as far as like there's there's some steps that you have to, yeah, to, well, to yeah, take. Yeah, it's all stairs. Um, and it used to be treacherous. Those steps, yeah. the new ones. <laughs> yeah, the new ones are pretty are sturdy. N- nice. Yeah. The ones that were there back when we would hike, I wouldn't have cared a bit to tether off to the top just in case they fell out from under me. I'm just going to say, wow, they were rough. Like, like you walked down, walked like we literally would have to go down them one person at a time because they would be moving so much. Nice. So yeah, it was kind of spooky. So, um, but Yahoo Falls, Yahoo Falls, it's uh, located in the Big South Fork um, <coughs> National River and Recreation Area in McCray County. 
Um, it is a plunge type falls. It is 113 feet from top to bottom. Um, the creek itself just kind of drops into a, a small pool. The pool is very shallow, yep. so there is no jumping off of this or anything like that. Well, Lord, um, but no, now, it's 113 feet. Uh, yeah, but people that do base jumping and, and, and cave or uh, uh, cliff diving and stuff like that, they do some crazy high dives. Oh, yeah. Well, this this falls into water that's like three inches deep. So. Yeah, this this was n- not one of those places. Um, something that is a, a cool thing about it, though, is it is awesome for rappelling because 113 foot of almost free drop. So, yeah. And I have seen people rappelling down there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there's actually, do you know any of the history around Yahoo Falls, Yahoo Falls? Like, do you know, like, why it, or or, like any of the things that have happened there? Um, Okay. So we'll put it this way Yahoo Falls has a, a very, very, very rich history that is kind of off the beaten path. Not a lot of people know a lot about it. Um, there was a massacre that took place at Yahoo Falls. Um, like, so August 10th, 1810, Yahoo Falls, this, it's down, down uh, now in the Daniel Boone National Forest. Um, this is known as the Great Cherokee Children Massacre. Um, well, that sounds lovely. Doesn't it, though? Um, so the alleged massacre, according to the tale, in order, um, in order that the women and children of the Cumberland River Valley might acquire a white man's education, Reverend Gideon Blackburn proposed to open a school on Cherokee land 125 miles away near Chattanooga. So this story claims um, that on the day in question, it was arranged that anybody seeking protection at the school should meet at Yahoo Falls at full moon. According to the story, they were to be led by the supposed Corn Blossom. This is the alleged daughter of... uh, the war chief uh, doublehead, but instead they were massacred by a contingent of soldiers sent by John Sevier, who was from the state of Tennessee, not the Commonwealth of Kentucky. So um, this massacre takes place, and um, it's uh, the number is it is it's been disputed, but somewhere between eighty five and one hundred and twenty five women and children massacred. At Yahoo Falls, Yahoo Falls, and the as the um, as the soldiers approached, they thought it was the person that was coming to lead them into Tennessee. So they were all like just ready to get up and go. And the thing that triggered, you know, alarm was the per- the people opening fire on them. Like they did not realize that they were in any danger whatsoever. Massacred these people, and yeah. Well, so I mean, now, that sounds terrible, but also that just brings up so many questions. Like, this has got to be back in the day, uh-huh. so I'm assuming this is mostly, like, muskets. Um, well, you got, you're looking early 1800s, so, yeah, you're looking single-shot single uh, rifle, probably. Musket, rifle, yeah. There That's was a long a, time to just sit there and wait to get shot. It, yeah, <laughs> I agree, I agree. But then again, also, the whole place is, is almost like a horseshoe. So if you can cut off the entire access to it. Oh, I get you. Okay. So they were at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. I I got you. I got you. They were actually taking shelter in the, the, the rock house that is there, you know, the cave that kind of goes back in. Okay. So if you you don't know, if you haven't been to Yahoo Falls, Yahoo Falls, 
the falls falls over a lip 113 feet free fall down to the ground below uh but there's it's recessed back behind where the fall you can you can walk behind the falls yeah probably 150 feet yeah back into a cave-ish area yeah and that's where they were supposedly at yeah i see i see i see how that could work now okay so that's terrible it's terrible it's terrible um i don't want to go back down there anymore (laughs) but it's beautiful the place is gorgeous. I mean, it runs right beside the the South Fork of the Cumberland. I mean, that's the river that you, that the the creek runs into if you follow the creek past the falls. Um, and it's just a few hundred feet that it hits the river down there. Um, and we did follow when uh, Baker and I went last year, and we did walk on down to. Uh, there's a big arch. Okay. Down there. Yeah. Just not it, far from the falls. I mean, right. it's it's a little bit of a hike, but it's not real far. Uh, we walked back to that, and that was beautiful. The right. arch back there, it's the the way it does is really nice. You can walk under it and then up and get up on top of it right. pretty easily, and yeah, it was pretty nice down there. If you go, I think that's the the arch is to the right. Um, the the trail forks down there. Yeah, um, yeah. You go to the right and you start go going right. up the hill. Okay, so if you continue to the left, you actually follow the river. Um, if you go down that trail, it's a I want to say it's a, about a mile, mile and a quarter down. That's more than I wanted to walk then. Um, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, about a mile to mile and a quarter, they actually have this place called the Indian Rock House. And um, we went, I mean, that's one of the places we would hike to. And yeah, we it saw is the signs, but... giant, giant slab of like sandstone that is supported by these two massive rocks on each side. And it's basically like a big giant house. I mean, you can walk in one side and out the other. It is, it's Awesome, awesome. I mean, hmm. it is literally the the slab of rock is literally like the size of a home. It's it's pretty it's pretty big. How 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 much clearance have you got walking under it? Um, probably twenty feet. Oh wow, okay. I mean, it's it's massive. Yeah, you don't have to hunker down whatsoever. It was it oh. was enough that um, the the stories that go along with it is the natives would actually build like large fires and things in there, and the way that the the ceiling is sloped, the smoke would travel up and out, and you can actually see where the smoke like the the black soot on the on the rock um they would build like large bonfires in there and heat the rocks and it would keep them warm through the winters so it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool place set phasers on maximum <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's yeah that's nice. another one of those places though um that's right around here and it doesn't cost you a thing i mean you go there park at the parking lot and you just take <laughs> off hiking um now, the other place that's really, really close to Yahoo down there, Yahoo, mm-hmm. Yahoo, is Natural Arch. It's in McCrea County, and I know you were talking about the arch there at Yahoo whenever, and I, I thought for a long time, though, when we were having that conversation, that you were talking about the Natural Arch in McCrea County, the big one. But you weren't. You were talking about the little one there at, at, at the falls. Yeah. And no, no, no. This one, the one that I'm talking about, Natural Arch, it's on um, 927. You go down H- Highway 27, just past where you would turn onto the falls road to, on 90 to go to Cumberland Falls. You would hang a right. And the Natural Arch that, that's there, from the ground up to the top of it, um, is probably 90 to 100 feet. It is massive. Wow. Um, so we've got to go down and check that out sometime um, here really, really soon. Now that the leaves are green again and, and such, it's, it would be really, really pretty to go check it out. And it's not that bad of a hike to go to it as well, either. So Okay. Um, but it is absolutely stunning. Easy to access. Um, 
another one that's free. You don't doesn't you don't have to pay anything to go to it. So there are some really, really, really nice natural wonders around us. Yeah. Yeah, there are. Um and then not too far away, you can go down to Pickett State Park. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've got some some good trails down some there. Some good trails down there. Yeah. And they've uh a bunch of the guys up here that I hang out with, you know, us little fruity cyclist guys uh <laughs> they love the mountain bike trails down there oh yeah yeah they've and, got some really good trails down there uh, as far as biking goes. big south fork that whole area down there they've got some like i don't know what any of this means they've got like black diamond trails whatever that means okay i'm not a mountain bike guy i'm a roadie yeah <laughs> i do road cycling that's it <laughs> you've but seen people break their butt bone i'm just gonna say on they're, they're but well those guys are stoked on it they love it they go down there six, seven times a year and hit these big black diamond trails, whatever that means. That's cool. Apparently, that's something really good. That's good stuff. <laughs> they got it down there. So the last one that I'm going to bring up um, that's around here, that that's we've got a man-made wonder and a natural wonder that's kind of sandwiched together. Um the whole place around here, obviously, Cumberland, that's everything. Cumberland, Lake Cumberland, Cumberland River, you got Cumberland Falls, you've got Cumberland everything. Um, the big guy, of course, that everything is named after, if it's not Cumberland, is Boone. So right. the one that I'm going to bring up here is Cumberland Gap and the Pinnacle Overlook over toward Middlesbrough. Now, this place, like literally from the Pinnacle Overlook, you are looking into Cumberland Gap. And it is absolutely amazing. I would have never, before going there, I would have never thought anything really much about Cumberland. I'm, I'm think, I've heard about it in school. I'd seen like a couple of pictures of a trail that's running through the woods. And I'm like, okay, yeah, there's a, it's a flat spot where you can take a, a horse through. No. Going there and seeing the gap from the overlook, from the pinnacle overlook, you can see probably... 15 miles in each direction and it's like a super highway through the mount the mountains like you can literally see the gap running through the mountains wow it is absolutely stunning if, uh, if i'm not if i might be wrong but from up there you can see three states right you can stand with your toes and ankles or toes and heels in three different states oh it's okay, where kentucky okay. tennessee and virginia all come together um so yeah i mean okay. there's one spot where they have like it painted on the trail and it's like Kentucky line, Tennessee line, Virginia line. So you can kind of stand in, in that spot. Um, to the left, you're looking into Virginia. To the south, you're looking into Tennessee. And to the right, you're looking into Kentucky. And you're looking over um, the mountain that um, they actually bored through to, to build the tunnel there at Middlesbrough. Um, and right. that thing is, I, I want to say, like 1.3, 1.4 miles like that, goes, that, yeah. that goes through it. Um, but the, the natural phenomenon, obviously Cumberland Gap itself, but on the right hand side, when you're looking toward Middlesbrough, you're seeing a, a, a phenomenon that I, I want to say in Kentucky is not something that's very common. The entire town of Middlesbrough sits in a crater and right. you can see the rim of the crater from the overlook. And as far as we know. The only city or town built in a meteor strike crater. Really? I mm -hmm. didn't know that. I didn't know that. But yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome to see. Yeah, because that's what the crater is from. 
It's yeah. from an old meteor strike. Yeah. Cratered it out. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that it was the only town though, but, um, that's cool. I don't know. That's, I've heard that. I Google me and tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. I've, <laughs> people have told me that that's the only, I'll tell you what people send us an email and tell him he's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and apparently it's uh 2.3 miles long. Oh, the, uh, the tunnel is 2.3. Mm-hmm. Okay. I knew it was, it was long. Yeah. Um, you like from the, from one end to the other, you can't see because of the arch that they built into it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's a long tunnel, but, um, Cumberland gap is a, is a, a, is a really cool place. And, and the pinnacle is a cool place because the, um, airport there in Middlesbrough, the way the runway sets, the planes have to almost like hug the mountain to come in to, to land in, in the airport there. So like you, you can stand there at the, at the overlook and it, I know you can't, but it feels like you can reach up and touch planes as they're coming into that airport because they're so close to that mountain going down, you know, um, and something that was really, really, really cool about Middlesbrough. And I, I know it's not there now, but, um, the glacier girl, the, uh, P 38 world war two fighter plane was restored there. And that's where it took its, its um, I guess, second inaugural flight. Do um, you have any idea what I'm talking about? Nope. None whatsoever. Not a clue. Okay. So, Glacier Girl. There was a flight of um, Mustangs, P-51 Mustangs, P-38 uh, bombers, and um, cargo planes that were leaving from the United States, went up into Canada, went across um, Greenland, and was going to go on into Britain, World War II, right? So they ran into bad weather in Greenland, and they had to bring the planes down. So when they brought them down to the ground, the, um, there was a few of them that, I don't know if there was, they were damaged or what, but they basically left them behind. So okay. this was in 1942, 43. And when they left them behind, they just left them. Oh yeah. So I mean it's like it's like they were just sitting there on this glacier. So as time passed, snow kept falling and kept falling and buried them. Now <clears throat> when they went back to try to find these planes, they were like we know that they are somewhere in this this region, somewhere in this area. Um because I mean this was the last place that they were logged. The glacier has not moved that much. We can measure how far it's gone. So they pinpointed where they should be they started doing um research about okay so how deep would these things be underneath this ice and snowpack and how can we possibly get down to find them so they started drilling test holes one of the test holes brought back up um plane fuel whoops and they were like oh oh we're here we've got this so they they had to find a way of getting down into this ice. They didn't want to excavate it because they were afraid it could possibly collapse in and all this kind of stuff. So they created this cone that was like 30 feet across that they put copper wire or copper tubing all the way around in a coil on it. And it was piping hot water into the coil and it effectively set on the ice and melted a giant hole in the ice straight down. When they finally got down to where the planes were, they found that they were there, but the the pressure of the ice and snow had collapsed most of them. 
So they had to start bringing them out of this glacier a piece at a time. At one point, they found one of the 50 caliber guns. It was still loaded. And when they put, brought it up, they strapped it to a, um, a snowmobile and had a 55-gallon drum and shot it, fired the shell that was in it, and tore the 55-gallon drum in half with the shell from 1942, 43, 44, whatever. So that's pretty awesome. So after all this was said and done, they ended up finding one of the P-38s that was still in fairly good condition, and they brought it up a piece at a time and shipped it back home, back to the U.S. <coughs> the, um, <clears throat> the company that had uh, Lockheed Martin, the company that had, had built it, um, one of the, the, the guys that, that was doing the restoration lived over in that area, so they started shipping the pieces into Middlesboro. And they contacted Lockheed Martin, Martin to come in and check to, to see if all of the parts were there. And they had to refabricate a couple of them. And um, Rolls-Royce actually came in and rebuilt the engines that, that they had for them. Um, and they eventually put this plane back together. And they ran it up and down the, 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 the um runway a few times and thought this thing is not going to fly this thing is it, it's leaking oil it's the hydraulics is not right there's something not right about it it's shaking all to pieces um so they put it back in the shop they went back through it again it's now it's it's good shape everything is the way it should be so finally a test pilot was like i'll fly the thing and the discovery channel or the history channel one actually came out and did this whole show about the, the glacier girl the p-38 so mm-hmm. um, they, when they actually got there and they started, uh, the, the dude was going to go fly it, he was scared to death. And when it took off, he made it like he, it was climbing. He thought, I'm going to die in this plane because it was literally shaking his insides out. It was like liquefying him. It was just, he thought, this, there's something bad wrong. Um, so he, he uh, got up and leveled out about 1,500 feet up. And he said... Once he leveled out, the, the vibrations stopped being so bad, but when he throttled it up and actually got it to speed, he said everything got nice and tight. It completely stopped shaking, <clears throat> um, and he's, after that, he flew it, like did quite a few laps around uh, Middlesboro, did a few dives with it and different things, and he said it was the best flying plane that he had ever been in but until you get it to speed it will absolutely shake your guts out <laughs> so hmm. interesting so it's kind of like the sr-71 kind of like the the blackbird just leaks fuel <laughs> until it gets up to yeah, altitude yeah if you ever if you ever yeah if, you, if there's never any like fuel below an sr-71 like hydraulic fluid or whatever go get the truck because it's empty <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, yeah, this thing flew beautifully and then it ended up that he come, brought it back in and they did this whole show. And then afterwards it started making its rounds through the United States, going to different air shows and things. Um, I got to see it twice. I was, whenever I was living in Middlesboro with, um, over there and I got to see it one time while we were there. And then one other time they were moving it and I got to see it, but it's a pretty awesome, awesome, awesome airplane. And, you know, right here in our own backyard, Middlesboro's two hours from here. So it's still there? It, it comes back there every now and then because the guy that owns it, it, it it's oh, there. Yeah, it's okay. his. Okay. So it, it, that's its home airport. Yes. Right on. Yeah. 
And so, if we're talking about Middlesbrough, I don't know, it's not as cool as a glacier plane, but uh, <laughs> on the way down, on 25, if you're headed south towards Middlesbrough before you get there, yeah. Um, what is that town? Pineville? Pineville. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You can go to Pineville, and so you got, in Middlesbrough, these people decided it'd be a great idea to build a town in a big meteor strike crater. Yeah. Because what's the odds that's going to happen again, right? At least in the same spot. Exactly. It's like Zeus. He only gets one shot, right? <laughs> Can't do it again. Uh, so, like, 30 miles up the road in Pineville, uh, they built an entire town under a gigantic boulder that's getting ready that's to, getting roll, ready down ready to roll down the yeah. mountain and flatten the whole town. <laughs> uh, uh, so you it, can go to the little place there called Chain Rock. Chain Rock Because Park. in order to prevent the boulder from killing everyone in Pineville, <laughs> they put a giant chain around it and chained it to the mountain there. Uh, so hopefully that works. <laughs> the good thing is, is they're slacking the chain. So it's not moved. That's a good thing. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if we ever see the chain tight, uh, might want to evacuate the town. <laughs> gonna have to get some, gonna have to get some people we know to go down there with some drilling equipment and some info. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so all of this is really cool, um, and there's a lot of good places around Kentucky that you can go to to see these natural things. And there's no better way to do that than actually being a part of nature. So. I know you do things on bicycles. Uh-huh. I wouldn't want to necessarily ride all the way to Middlesbrough on a bicycle, but no. I would love to jump on the, the Harley and take off. Um, we have some of the greatest countryside for riding motorcycles between Kentucky and Tennessee. We oh, have yeah. one of the places that in Tennessee that people from all over the world come to. And I know you don't really have any desire to ever go across it, but to see it once I'm glad that I went. And of course, I'm talking about Tale of the Dragon. Um, Deals Gap, it is one of the most treacherous roads I've ever seen. But, and I can't really say it's one of the prettiest roads I've ever seen because I was way too worried about the next 400 curves that I was about to go around. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but if any road that has... Both sides of the road decorated with parts of cars and motorcycles <laughs> that have tried to go down the road. I don't think that there, it's not all the way down through there. There's a couple of spots where they have like, there's the tree of shame. Where yeah, but that's you, all the way at the end. Yes. I didn't see really anything that along the way where you just had places that was decorated with parts. Well, I mean, not, I don't mean like hung up, but I'm just. Now there was probably parts that was there in the ground or whatever. Figuratively speaking. <laughs> It was really cool when we went across. I, I followed a Lotus Elite, Elise, Elise. Is that what it is? There, One of those, there's an Elise and an Exige. Elise is what it, yeah. Okay. It was a bad little car. Yes, they Dude, That thing was. And, and they're was, built for corners. And he was moving on. Yeah. Well, and I think, I mean, I, you know, I joke about all the wrecks, but I think mostly it's because people are trying to push the limit. They are. And they're going too fast. Yeah. That dude was w- really moving quick. Now, like I said, you know, the wife and I, we, when we went across it, it was, we took our time. It was just kind of an easy, easy ride. When a few cars or whatever would get behind us, I'd pull off because there was little spots where you could pull over and let them go on and then pull back out and continue on. Um, it's 11 miles, what, 200 and something curves. 
Um, it's crazy, insane. Like you're, I mean, it's like lean, 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 lean. I mean, it's, that's pretty much what you do from one end to the other. So I can't say I really saw anything other than leaning back and forth. That was what I saw. Um, but going there and leaving there was beautiful. Yeah. And I have heard great things about like the Blue Ridge Parkway? Blue Ridge Parkway is yeah. another one. I want to. Get to uh, that's my next big. Oh, ride. is that not the one that goes that's down there? That's not it. No. What's, what's there? I've heard good things about. I don't know that, what the name that of area is. in general though. I want to say it's. I think I want to say it's Highway 19 that just kind of runs up hmm. into Deals Gap. Now we went. We went about it backward. Normally, you're supposed to go from like Maryville, um, south of Knoxville, into um, the the. Um, into the, the dragon at that point and come out at deals gap. And then once you leave, you're heading more toward like North Carolina, Cherokee area. Okay. Um, we went backward because we were staying in pigeon forge Gatlinburg. So we went down across the, the smokies into Cherokee across to Bryson city and then up into deals gap and then crossed it, um, kind of going backward, which actually I think was a little better because we were not flowing with traffic. We were flowing against it. Right. Um, which helped. We didn't have to deal with a whole lot of people behind us. So that was that was actually and pretty nice. And that's why I wouldn't want to go. Yeah. It was it was crazy. Now when Isn't, we got there to Deals Gap, it was there was um there's the motorcycle like the 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 place I guess where all the motorcycles go. Right. There was probably 3 or 400 bikes there. Um and of course they're selling every piece of merchandise that they can that you can imagine with a, a dragon's tail on it and it's it's neat, but dragon's I, tail, the toilet paper, uh, exactly, <laughs> the little scaly. <laughs> but, well, I was just watching Spaceballs last night, so. <laughs> but no, we honestly, I don't know that I would go back to the dragon. I would, I would definitely drive back though across the Smokies through uh, Bryson City and over to Deals Gap, and then head back that same way. But to go across the dragon again, no. Yeah. No. Well, for me, like. I wouldn't want to do it just because of the other cars. Like if I could go out there and know that I'm going to be the only thing on the road. Yeah. Then yeah, no problem. But I'm too afraid some idiot and a Lotus at least is going to come flying up the road behind me, misjudge his corner, go skidding off and take me out with him. Right. And you're right. That's, that's the danger of that road. So I think, you know, I'll just take my chances with the regular idiots and regular stupid cars. <laughs> Unless it's a cruise weekend, and then they're all in stupid old cars. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I'd, I'd like to say I'd love to do that. Now, like you were saying a few minutes ago, the Blue Ridge Parkway, that's mm-hmm. the next big ride that I want to take. Um, it's a little over 400 miles. Starts in North Carolina, ends in Virginia. That's too much. Um, the thing is, it's not designed for a one-day ride. It's designed for being like a four-day, three- or four-day ride, because your maximum speed limit across that from beginning to end, it's 45 miles an hour. Yeah, you don't go faster than that. I know, I know. Um, but still. I... And, it's, and it's set up to where you ride for a few hours and there's like bed and breakfasts or, or like places for specifically designed for people that are on bikes. Um, they even have like little um, like garages in the bottom of the hotels where you pull your bike in and, and close a garage door so it doesn't get messed with. Um, so it's, it's designed specifically for those kind of rides where you're, you would be staying for, you know, a night in this place and then moving on. Oh, that might, okay. Well, that might be fun then, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not like just staying outside or whatever. So, um, but yeah, I would love to do that one. And then there's also a really, really 
I don't want to say it's supposed to be one of the really dangerous ones, but they call it the Devil's Whip. That's on, or it's just off the Blue Ridge Parkway. Ooh, that sounds fun. Well, I mean, it's another one of those really curvy ones like the the the, the Dragon, but <laughs> the Devil's Whip. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, And then we have these nice ride places around here, too. I mean... We just got a named ride right here in our county, the Rattlesnake. Yeah, the Rattlesnake. Yeah, 192s, and that runs between here and London. And so that's not a bad ride. It's We've rode that quite a few times, you and I both. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's it's nice. Um, and if you want to really just get out and meander through the wilderness, we have wonderful, wonderful places. You just ride until, you know, you run into another road, take a turn, find out where you're going to end up. I mean, it's... Especially whenever we're going with Terry, dear God, he has taken yeah. us places that I thought there's no way we'll come out anywhere in any close. To, we're not close to civilization at all. And then you look around a tree and it's like in the middle of town. And I'm like, how did he do that? <laughs> yeah, he knows every every road around. I don't know how he does it. I get lost in my backyard. So I'm everybody asks me, where are you going? I'm behind the guy in front of me. That's where I'm going. That's I'm following all that tail light right yep. there. Uh, I never know what we're doing, where we're going. I just have, I enjoy the rides most of the time. Uh, you don't map them. You just go yeah, along. Yeah. I don't know the, I don't know where we're going. I don't know what the places are called. That's why like this stuff, like I know I've been places taking pictures and stuff and had a good time, but I don't know where it's at or how we got there. Or. I can't take you back, but I saw it one time. That's yeah. why I took a picture. Yeah. I got pictures to prove it. That's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about tonight though. Right on. Kind of the, the, just the, the things that we have here in Kentucky that a lot of people just kind of overlook. Um, Anyone that's listening that doesn't, you know, live in this area, you know, come and give us a, a, a look because there, there's quite a bit that we have to offer. Yeah. And uh, uh, surprisingly, like when I was in high school, a lot of my friends from high school, their families had moved from out of state to Kentucky because of the the nature that was around. Like they wanted to be in the, the woods and the trees and go see the lakes and the you know, I mean, every three day weekend we get the Ohio Navy coming down to Absolutely. get out on our lakes because uh, apparently they don't have those in Ohio. No, no, there's nothing that holds water up there. It's it's all it's too it's, flat. It's too flat. So they, well, they, they got the Great Lakes. Nah, that's not a lake. That's that's a mini ocean that doesn't have salt. So well, <laughs> I guess. So let me leave you with this. This mm. is this is something I, I you and I have known each other for years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, you recall that I used to work at Six Gun City. Did you? Well, you I mean, that you've told you, me. Okay, I didn't know you so, back then, but yeah. Right. So, um, at Six Gun City, we had always, like, we would always get to meet very, 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 very interesting people. And I will never forget this guy as long as I live. I don't know what his name is. Couldn't tell you. If he walked up to me today, I probably wouldn't be able to pick him out of a crowd, but the story that he told me, the reason that he told me he was in Kentucky, I'll never forget. So I'm, I was the old time photographer and I was like a miscellaneous bad guy. So like if someone was sick and they, they didn't show up, I got to play their part for that day. So I got to carry around the gun and get shot six times a day. It was, it was a lot of fun. Sounds like a blast. It was a big blast. (laughs) So, um, one day that I was there, um, just doing the photography thing, um, 
there was a guy that came him and his he and his family came into the Did you have like the gunpowder no, thing? I didn't I'm sorry, have the people. Gun- that, <laughs> the plosive. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, we didn't have that. We actually had uh, studio lights, but the camera was an 1866 Kodak. Oh, it wow, was okay. a it was the real deal. And it had just been outfitted with instead of the electric charge hitting the um, gunpowder, it was hitting the lights. So it oh, okay. was really like I had to put the little cloth up over my head and pull the the thing out of the top to expose the paper and and when you look through it, the image was upside down. I mean, it was it was literally the real deal. Okay, yeah. all right. So anyway, this guy comes in, brings his family, and they want to get one of the old time photos done. You know, him and the kids and the wife and all that kind of stuff. So they went and they did that and. Um, when he walked in, though, I, I instantly recognized the accent. He was Scottish. And I was like, oh. I was like, so where are you from? You know, where, where, why are you in Kentucky? What is here? And so he was like, he, he basically, he was like, he's like, all right. So the reason that we come, that we always come here to, to, to Kentucky is we've, we like to see the trees. And I was like, you don't have trees in Scotland. He was like, yeah, we got trees in Scotland, but, we don't see him going all the way to the top of the hill. And I was like, what? Okay. What do you mean? You don't see him going all the way to the top of the hill. I, I don't understand. He goes, the wind's always blowing and the, the seedlings, they don't grow at the top at all. So we only have trees in the valleys. So when we come to Kentucky, we get to see the trees growing all the way to the tops of the hills and it's green all the way to the top. And that's what we like to see. And so we always come here every year. And I was like, really? Interesting. If someone from Scotland has found our little neck of the woods and they thought it was cool enough to keep coming back to, I'm like, you know what? It's not that bad of a place. I'm pretty proud to be from Kentucky. It's all right. It's a decent place unless you have allergies. (laughs) My wife is hating what I'm saying right now because <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah. The list of things she's not allergic to is much, 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 much shorter than the things that she is. <laughs> yeah. I suffer greatly. Like I can go out of state for a week for work or whatever. And then when I come home, I just, Oh yeah. Everything hits me again and I'm stopped up and runny nose and watery eyes. And, yeah. uh, but yeah, no, it is a beautiful state. It is. It is. But, that's what makes it an allergic state. <laughs> it is. It is indeed. It is indeed. And we, there are more, we do have more to offer than just racehorses and bourbon. Although both of those are pretty awesome. So, especially the bourbon. Especially the bourbon. So if you would like to contact us for more information yeah. about our great state, we'll gladly answer any, any questions that you might have. You can always contact us on Facebook, through Facebook facebook.com forward slash two minds podcast yeah or you can tweet at us on the twitters at two minds podcast shoot us an email tell mr claywell how he was wrong there a little while ago two minds podcast at gmail.com and as always you can find this episode and all of our past episodes you can subscribe and get all of our new episodes as soon as they come out on our hosting site podbean that's two minds.podbean.com awesome and and look us up over there Oh, and you can uh, tell us about some other great places in the state that we could go look at. Absolutely. If yeah, you know I'm something that we don't, let us know. I'd yeah. love to go check something out yeah. that someone else has told me about. 
Yeah, um, I always look forward to it. So when are we going to get out and go riding again? We're going to go riding really, really soon. I want to do the Bourbon Trail since, I mean, we are here in Kentucky. I want to go from like distillery to distillery. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to be on the bike when I'm uh, getting sauced. Yeah, yeah, you're uh, right. part of the Bourbon Trail is you get drunk. Uh, yeah. Very, very drunk. <laughs> but it sounds so fun. It does sound really fun. <laughs> it sounds dangerous but fun. on a bike it sounds dangerous i got friends that do the bourbon chase every year i don't know what that is they That's started at one end and run on foot oh no all the way to the other dude, end. Dude, it's, it's like, it's like what do you start you start uh, walking 